1: Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
2: (laughs) I don't say anything funny.
3: (laughs) Well, because you weren't there when it happened, Taylor.
0: But I was, darling.
3: You sure were, Jenny. Well, I ever forget that Mardi Gras with you and Rio. How about that time in Acapulco spearfishing by torchlight? The fun we had in the snow in the Swiss Alps.
2: You pull sleds too, Jenny.
3: Why don't you go warm yourself a saucer of milk? What's the matter with you, sailor? Jenny's an old crony.
2: Crony? Now, there's a word. How do you spell it? C-R-O-N-E?
3: Look, sailor, Jenny and I want to talk about old times. You'd be bored. Nothing would interest you. You know how it is. So why don't you... Well... Why don't you, sailor?
2: All right, I will. Bye, fellas. Both
0: of you. Hi, Jenny. Slate, darling. How's Slate?
3: I think about you sometimes. You happy?
0: Here and now. With you, looking at you, watching you. Saying Slate and knowing you will answer and not an echo. But the other times, most of the times. No, I haven't been happy, darling.
3: There was a Sunday there when I picked up the papers and saw you in a wedding dress beside a man in striped pants. I don't remember the whole week after that.
0: He's here in Havana. I'm going to leave him, Slate.
3: So many things we could have done. Did
0: you hear me? I'm frightened of him. Afraid he might kill me, Slate. He's that kind of a man. I'm going to leave him. Then what, Ginny? I'll come back to you. You want that, don't you? You're Slate Shannon, remember? And I'm Ginny. And they were the old times. I'll come back to you, Slate. You can pack all my things, Paul. Let them run through your fingers. It'll be something to remember me by. Oh,
3: look, Jimmy. anything you want, any price, I can do things for you no other man can do.
0: Good on the suitcase for me, will you, darling? You're so strong. I never can close these things.
3: Of course. See, Jenny, just with my hands.
0: Oh, your powerful hands. I could almost regret leaving them. I brought you something, darling, my going away present to you.
3: Don't play with me. It's Don't. a
0: sign, Paul. Sign that says vacant. You can hang it on my door.
4: Jenny. Come
1: back. Whatever you need. Whatever you want. Beg,
0: darling. Get down on your knees and beg. (laughs) What do you know? He's doing it.
5: Help you with your bag, lady?
0: Good evening, Bart. Kiss me, Bart.
5: Sure, lady. How did it go?
0: (laughs) You should have seen him, Bart. On his knees.
5: Why not? Everybody kneels before he dies, doesn't everybody?
0: We'll ask Shannon how my husband died when he kills him for me.
5: And Shannon will do that for you, lady?
0: Anything I want. He owes me for the fun times we had together.
2: Hello, Slay. Hi, sailor. This where you've been all this time? Standing out here on the beach, staring at the moon and kicking sand? What do you want? You, mostly. You want me to go away?
3: No. I've got no right to tell you what to do.
2: You had, up until this afternoon. Until Jenny. You in love with her? Once. Why?
3: I've been thinking about it, about Ginny. Why? I can't figure it. I don't know if I want to.
2: I want to tell you something, big man. Get her out of the hotel. You crazy? Get her out, Slate.
3: What's the matter with you? Jenny's a guest. She rented a suite. She's got as much right to move into Shannon's place as anybody.
2: As much right as me?
3: You or anybody.
2: I just coined a cliche friend of mine. She goes or I go.
3: You giving me your notice, Taylor? All right.
2: Kidding, aren't you?
3: So long, Taylor.
2: You know what you just did?
3: Yeah, I said so long.
2: You told me to get out of your life.
3: That's the way you heard it. That's the way it was.
2: Just like that. No toast, one to the other. No big speeches, how grand it was. Nothing.
3: Yeah. That was all of it.
2: Goodbye, Slate. <laughs>
5: Ay, senorita Duval. The honor you do my decrepit little theatrical agency. I cannot stand it.
2: Here's a hanky. Blow my ten percent of your nose. Gracias. Revive yourself. I can do other tricks, too. I sing in the shower. You got something
5: there? Uh, But we knock
2: out the shower. Uh, Too corny. I see it. I see it. You in a swimsuit. Mm, In a white dress. Got a job for me, Aquila? Off the shoulder? It buttons at the throat.
5: Off the shoulder, get you raves from the boozy critics?
2: Off the dime, Aquila. Is there a job for me? You open tonight at the Club Flamingo. Uh, Slate Shannon will be your call, boy? Who's Slate Shannon?
5: <laughs> that is how I like to hear a girl-female performer talk. Especially Watch when...
2: Watch it, kid. I got a trick you don't know about. I call it a right cross. <laughs>
5: we will have such a lovely 10% together.
2: Keep the hanky, agent. It's a down payment on what I'll owe you. Thank you. Is the final number included in your cover charge... Here's a song to remember when someone starts crying on your shoulder. When you get to feeling mean and low And your world has lost that golden glow Keep your troubles to yourself Put your worries on the shelf Don't sing those sad songs to me When the blues start knocking at your door And you know you can't take any more Please don't call me on the phone I've got problems of my own Don't sing those sad songs to me. Now you know the type. People who gripe. Begging for sympathy. When they come my way, I just stop and say, Forget it, kid. You won't get any help from me. So avoid me when you can't be gay If you meet me, turn and walk away Though I usually am mild I can't stand a problem child So don't sing those sad songs to me
5: Senorita Duval. You were magnifico. Splendid. So uh, uh, tip-top. Uh, por favor, go take another bow. For me, the best agent a senorita ever had.
2: Did you see them out there?
5: The customers? Hair is on the floor from the tearing out of heads. Such a reception.
2: I... I'm talking about Slate Shannon and that girl with him. The way they were looking at each other. Oh, disagreement numero one, you and me. A Mr. Shannon, look at you all the time. In fact, senorita, he has sent back a note. Uh, here. Tear it up. Senorita? Tear it up. The note says he will come back to your room pressing a while after you have sung. It says he has been looking for you. Tell him to go kiss a light socket. I don't want to see him. Ay, how like my wife numero two she is. How
5: just like... Where is she, Chico? Uh, in there. But you cannot see her. One side. To say one side to Aquila is to court Jobs in the nose, senor. You will see. Show me. See? Jobs in the nose. Did
3: you get my note, sailor?
2: What do you want here?
3: I don't know. Maybe I made a mistake. Ginny and me. Well? Something's missing. Help me out, sailor. I'm trying to tell you something.
2: Get out of here
3: why don't you just listen to me?
2: You listen. I want you out of here.
3: Sailor. All right.
0: Is that you, Slate?
3: Yeah. I want to talk to you, Jenny.
0: Come in, Slate Shannon. You're wearing a look I remember. The one you had when you left me in Rome.
3: You remember it, huh?
0: Tasted well, in my scrapbook of losses. So I'd know the reason for the nights without sleep.
3: Look, Jenny. I want you to go away.
0: You're making small talk.
3: So I can get my bearings. So I can pick out what's a memory and what's for real.
0: But The devout thing of me, huh?
3: I want it to be straight and clean. Shut I up,
0: Slate to... Shannon. This is the what that's for real. This... And this.
3: I don't look now, Jenny, but someone's peeking over our shoulders.
0: My husband. The husband that would rather have me dead than lose me. Isn't that right, husband mine?
3: Get your things, Jenny. You're coming back to me.
0: You spoiled it, Paul. Like you spoiled everything else you could have had with me. Throw him out, Slate. He brings a chill into my room.
3: Get your things, Jenny. Or do you want me to beat you until you beg to come back? till you want it?
0: Oh, Slate. Slate, he means it. You'll kill me. Relax,
3: Jenny. You heard the lady, Mr. Ward. Right now, she doesn't care for you. You leave her cold. It's you she wanted. I can deal with a man, a man like you. you spoil an attic crease in your flannels, Mr. Ward. I can deal. You don't care about the crease, huh? Maybe I can give you a new one. You took her. You're a good kid. Real.
0: He'll kill you, Sweet. He'll kill you.
3: Yeah. Hey, good at that. He's an ox.
0: This book ends, Slate. Hit him with it. He'll kill you. He's going for guns. I don't. Take it. He'll, He'll shoot you.
1: Yeah.
6: Uh,
3: your husband was good. Real good.
0: Not anymore, Slate. I think you've killed him.
3: Uh, what are you talking about?
0: You've killed him. Stay, Slate. Don't run. I'll tell them it was for me. I'll tell them that.
3: I wish I could be there to hear you, Jenny. I wish a lot of things.
0: Don't run, Slate. Stay with me. Put it in that
3: scrapbook of yours. Now we both won't sleep.
1: Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story.
7: In Shannon's place is desolation. No Lady Sailor Mister Slate on the run because an old flame come and wink, she eye. She husband sleeps and will maybe die. The
2: place is empty, the place is... Watch your language, King. I'm back. Lady Sailor! Oh, hi. Miss me? Ah, uh, there is
7: only bitterness when you are gone.
2: Yeah, when I'm here, too. It's pretty bitter what happened to Slate, isn't it?
7: Mr. Slate would not want to kill a man. I do not believe it, Lady Sailor. I do not believe what the papers say.
2: That Paul Ward is lying on a hospital cot, and it's a flip of a peso whether he lives or dies. You don't believe that?
7: Please, Lady Sailor.
2: That the police are looking for Slate. Charge attempted murder. Motive, a husband who wants his wife back. That you don't believe either, huh, King?
7: Nor you, because you came back to Mr. Slate.
2: Yeah, I came back.
7: And you will help him?
2: Long enough to kiss the boy goodbye and give him back to Jenny. Where do you think he's hiding, King?
7: This I do not know. But uh, perhaps Mrs. Jenny Ward?
2: Yeah. Slate likes to share secrets with her. Memories, dying husbands. She's still here at the hotel?
7: No, she at 56 Paseo Batista. I overheard when I carried she bags
2: to the cab. Well, you come too, King. I'll need you to lace my gloves.
3: Bianco, Slade, is that you, Slade? Yeah, I'll throw you a line. I'm going to tie up my boat here. Got it? I got it.
6: All secure, Slade.
3: How you been, Bianco?
6: Me, great. What are you doing here, kid? This key's off the
3: beaten path. You think I'm going shrimp fishing or something? No. You mind if I stay at your shack for a while? I guess. Let's go. Just throw me a couple of palm fronds in the corner. I need sleep. Yes, you do. You need a lot of things, kid. Come on in. I'd turn off the radio, Shannon. No, I'll leave it on. Uh-uh. Why waste the battery? I can tell you by heart what it's going to say. That's how you amuse yourself, you memorize commercials? This one's got a price of ten grand. Offered by Mrs. Ginny Ward for the capture dead or alive of a slate, Shannon. Radio's been spilling like that all day, Slate. You're a fugitive, eh? You heard it? Ten thousand dollars. My, my. Dead or alive, too, the man said. How do you figure it, Bianco? First, she said... Ah. What difference does it make? Uh, you said he was sleepy. Lie down. Go ahead. Use my cot. Get some sleep, kid. I wake you come on. Ah, uh, nothing doing. You might take a fancy to that ten grand. Ah. I slept. it. you talk... I sleep outside, sleep. Uh-uh. Get out the cards, Bianca. This is going to be an all-night Fantan session.
0: Bart. Come here, Bart.
5: Something on your mind, Ginny?
0: Come here and tell me what a clever girl am I.
5: You're a clever girl, Ginny. Offering that 10000 reward was a stroke of pure clever. And with the cops, you were a love, too. How vivid it was how Shannon broke into your room, you in your husband's arms, and Shannon strikes him a foul blow. It made you cry, didn't it, Jenny?
0: Tears, chasing tears. <laughs> Be a lambart, see who it is.
5: Lamb. I'll remember you once called me that. Oh, look, it's a dream.
2: Where's Jenny Ward? Ask her yourself, dream.
0: I bet I know what you want, darling.
2: Where is he? Where's Slate?
0: He's not here, darling. You can frisk me.
2: He needs help. He almost killed for you.
0: I'm taking bets that he made it. The killing, I mean. Paul doesn't die today. It'll be tomorrow. One lovely day. Look, you... Don't try violence, darling. Bart here doesn't like me with scratch marks on my face. It makes him brutal.
2: Slade was in love with you. He would have told you where he was going.
0: I tried, darling. I asked where. But his mouth tightened up on me. You know, the cute way it does.
2: We've got to help him.
0: Find him. I'm doing all I can. I offer $10,000 for him, dead or alive. What? 10000 You wanted him to kill your husband. You have naughty thoughts, child. Escort the naughty girl out, Bart.
5: The door you came through, Mr. Vall, it'll be the same one on the way out.
2: When you die, Jinny, let me know. I'll want to go dancing.
5: Well said, dream. Out, dream.
7: She told you where I missed this is, lady sailor?
2: No, but while I was walking down that dark hall, something came to me, King. Remember how when Slate wants to check the world, he goes to a fisherman named Bianco?
7: On Frenchman's Key?
2: Uh-huh. Let's rent a boat, King.
7: I think that will be difficult. That plainclothes policeman hiding under a propeller beanie across the street
2: might not let us. Run, King. That way. I'll run the other. Let's make it lively for Beanie
8: Boy.
3: You want a small coffee, Slate? Deal the cards. Just ass, that's all. Me, I like mine hot. Deal em. They've been doing this for six hours now. Let's change the game, at least. I got Fantan up to my nose. Fantan, deal. Yeah, I heard the boat, too, Bianco. Someone's coming down the pier, Slate. Cops? No, just one cop wouldn't come. That'd be a mob. I don't try it, Bianco. What are you talking about? You've been eyeing that table drawer ever since I walked into this shack. You make a move for a gun, I'll beat your brains in. <laughs> you raving like a loony slave. Go ahead, answer it.
2: Is Slate Shannon... Oh, Slate, are you all right?
3: All this time, I've been saying to myself, if Sailor were here, we'd figure out something together. My, my. Shack of mine, never had a woman before. My pleasure, lady.
2: What happened, Slate?
3: Why did you do it? He pulled a gun on me. Jenny shoved a bookend in my hand. Wait
2: a minute. He didn't have a gun, Slate.
3: Sure he did. He was going for it when I hit him.
2: Did you see it?
3: Well, no, no, I didn't.
2: The papers say, unprovoked attack. Paul Ward was unarmed. Ward said so himself.
3: Ward said so? I thought I killed him.
2: No, he's still alive. He regained consciousness for a few minutes, but only for a few. They don't know whether he's going to live or die. Maybe you ought to give yourself up.
3: Hey, wait a minute. Bianco told me heard over the radio that Paul Ward was dead, didn't you, B- You shouldn't have turned your back on me, Slate. The gun happened to my hand while you did. So now... <clears throat> This will be real cool. Let's go, sailor. Let's wrap this thing up. You wait out here, sailor.
2: Let me go in with you. I want to watch.
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess you do. Okay, come on in, sailor.
8: Yes? Oh, I brought
2: you something, Jenny.
3: Let's go inside, Jenny. Yeah.
5: This is homier.
0: Bart? Bart?
5: What's the matter? What? Oh. You'd be the boy the police are looking for. You'd be Slate Shannon.
3: I'd be a corpse if you had your way. I'll take it easy. Sailor told me about you, Buster. You're a bard, a friend of Jenny's. I've been wanting to meet you. Come here. You want to play, huh? All right. You'll be messed up for the cops! You'll tell him all about it. Yeah. About you. About Jimmy. About Paul.
0: Slade, take this. Kill him.
3: Uh Uh-huh. He's got to talk to the cops, remember? There's your boy, Ginny. I
0: should have killed him. Then it would have been... Slade, don't look at me like that.
3: How am I looking at you?
0: With hate. This is Jimmy. Ginny. The whole thing was a mistake. They called me from the hospital. Paul's going to live. I'll go back to him. He won't press charges.
3: Will they be told exactly what happened? Are you? And that lying on the floor planned it all.
0: Police let department?
2: Give me please Inspector please. LaSalle.
0: Don't let her call the police.
2: Make a stop. LaSalle, boy? Make her stop. Guess what I've got for you. <laughs> An old dead flame.
3: I'm sorry, Jenny. I really am. It's going to be a lousy memory. <laughs> thought you're singing.
2: You've heard it before. It's a song I had to learn when I was away from you. Oh. Oh, that one. That one. When the blues start knocking at your door, and you know you can't take any more. Please don't call me on the phone. I've got problems of my own. Don't sing those sad songs to me. Come here. Why'd you do that for?
3: I've never been kissed in the key of D-flat
2: before. Fine, isn't it? Stick with me, kid. You're liable to find the lost chord. And so our two stars
1: Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
3: Taylor, come here a minute.
2: How close can I get? I've been sitting on the arm of your chair. You've been using my hip pocket for an ashtray.
3: Look at this. Here in the newspaper.
2: Yeah, I've been looking at it. He's a dog. Out of a field of 50 contestants, Herman Hackenschmidt was today crowned Mr. Teaneck, New Jersey. Gee, what pretty teeth.
3: Oh, not the pinup boy, this item. The one about the guy who inherited $100,000 from his Uncle Jerome.
2: Hmm, 100000 What would you do if you had all that money, Slate?
3: Oh, I got it all planned. i take it to a bank, change it into small bills, then run through it barefooted.
2: i do a nice barefoot poker on $5 bills, Slate. Am I invited?
3: On the one dollar bill, Sailor. I wouldn't want you to. Hold that pose, you two. It belongs in the winner's circle.
2: Well, look, Slate. It's the tiny man with a king-sized baritone. How's the jockey dodge, Mickey?
6: Can't complain, Philly. At Oriental Park, they're betting me and not the quadrupeds. I own Havana. That's a big package for a little man like you, Mickey. Can you hear me? Okay, you two. My voice has got so far to go from down here for me to up there to you.
2: We'll, we'll listen close. What's on your mind?
6: I want you to... I said do me a favor, huh? About the key.
3: Why didn't I think of it myself, about the key? What key, Mickey?
6: Maybe I ain't talking loud enough, huh? The key for the locker at the Havana bus terminal. Now we know, sailor, the key for that locker, huh? I got a parcel checked there. I ain't got time to run down for it now. Oh, it begins to dawn, Slate. So if I ain't back in a couple of days, you take care of it for me. You take it, Slate, and don't
3: lose it. I'll put it on my key ring. By the way, what's in the parcel?
6: Just some frayed riding silks, Slate. I'm so fond of them. If someone tried to take them away from me, I'd kill them. Kill them where it hurts.
3: Yeah. Where's a man going to get frayed riding silks these days?
6: A happy day to you both. You don't know how much you did for me.
8: How's old Red?
9: Come on in. You gonna stay long enough to sit down?
8: Can't do it, honey.
9: What about that jockey Mickey?
8: Look, Red, I've been chasing him all over town. He throws a look over his shoulder and runs.
9: How fast can he run with a hundred grand on him?
8: Big kid are you.
9: You've got to get that money, baby.
8: Jockey went into a place called Shannon's. He talked with a man for a long time, buddy kind of talk. And then cagey. Did
9: you get close enough to hear? No. And?
8: So, I paraded so this man the jockey was talking to could see me. Got so, I owned a corner of his eye. He'll remember me when he sees me again. He'll like me.
9: Be gentle with him, Millie.
8: Depends upon his mood.
9: Gentle. this guy knows anything about the hundred thousand, he might just wind up where the cats can look at him. So be nice. Pity
8: him. I'll see when I get there.
2: Look, Slate, why don't we just pick up Mickey's package and bring it home? Paying rental on it wasn't part of the agreement.
3: Well, you heard what the little fellow said. Kill anyone who takes take his silk pants away from him. We'll leave him at the bus terminal. That way we can frolic without a care.
2: Sure. What's 20 centavos a day to a big man like you? Oh,
3: for four nickels a day, I stay alive. At the current rate, that's cheap. Besides, walking the so Havana thing like streets... like this, is... it
8: makes me hate myself. Hi,
3: Shannon. Huh? Oh, Hi. I remember you from somewhere, stranger. Let's see, uh, you were straightening a seam in front of my place yesterday. Yeah, same seam. You finally got it straight, huh?
8: That's not why I hate myself. It's just that I'm such an honest girl. I don't have the price of a dream, and I'm honest. Here, you drop this. What? This hundred-dollar bill, you dropped it. All you have to do, Shannon boy, is believe you dropped that money and listen. You see how easy it is? A hundred dollars and no pain.
2: For a hundred bucks, you can throw in a little pain. Who does he have to listen to? It's written on the bill.
8: Red wants to see you, Shannon.
3: Red, huh? You got a sister?
8: There's only one of me, Shannon. Red says it's easier for him to talk to people who have money. He says they listen better that way.
3: I'm a sucker for psychology, Millie. Let's go and let Red whisper in my ear.
8: Now, without me, you don't.
3: Without you, sailor.
8: And without me, Shannon. You earn your dough in a lonesome way. That's how it is.
3: Yeah. bye, girls. Made me a happy fellow, the both of you.
9: Hello. If your name's Shannon, you come right in.
3: Thanks. Who's he?
9: Can't miss him, can you? He's that big. Tell him your name, cabby. Juan de Casco Cabrio, my name. He wouldn't tell you, only I told him to. That right, cabby?
3: What do you say, señor? You're going to give me some more money, redhead?
9: Say, you noticed it, huh? My hair, red. But look, look right here, I'm losing it. It worries me. What are you buying, red? Talk. I'm buying words, like an editor. <laughs> editor, I know what he's is, Buys words.
3: Oh, he's a clever one.
9: Just chock full of IQs. Only not so smart as a jockey named Mickey Brennan. Shannon, baby. Mickey talked to you. What'd he say?
3: Well, let's see if I can remember. Oh, yeah. It was about horses, withers and quarters, hind and fore, teeth, age of. You know. You gonna give me another hundred for that?
9: You go to the movies, Shannon?
3: Not another hundred, huh? Oh, I'm real disappointed, Red.
9: In the movies, they point guns. Like this. Think I did that good, Cabby? <laughs> bueno, bueno. Good. Like in movies. Just like. Fine. I got time. Time, patience. Let's do it all over, Shannon. What did Jock tell you? I gotta find out for a fella.
3: Mickey said Rover Boy in the fifth was a dog.
9: Gabby, hey, sí. Señor, do not struggle with Cabrillo. Please do not. You know the language better than that, Shannon. What did Mickey say? No. Show him the second reel. I
3: put down that gun
9: and I'd. No more movies, Senor Ed. Yeah, not much fun either. The hero had a glass jaw.
2: King, if a girl walked up to you and gave you a hundred dollar bill, she said you dropped. What would you do?
7: <laughs> what would I do? I'd say, <laughs> King Moses, boy, don't cry, don't frown. Miss Santa
2: Claus, she come to town. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. What is it with men, King?
7: As it has always been, the money whispers.
2: In my day, a girl could catch a fellow's eye by dropping her handkerchief. But a C-note under his nose. Oh, it's a tired world. Mr. Slate
7: will come back to you, Lady Saylor. Eh, he has been gone often longer than this. He will come, touch the hurt from your mouth and...
9: Hurt? Did I hear somebody say hurt? Pretty word.
2: Yeah, you did. People hear words like that when they don't knock.
9: Uh, she's a cutie, ain't she, Cabby? As you say, a Red, a cutie, normosa.
2: Red. You must be the redhead Slate went calling on. You boys have fun?
9: Yeah, it was crummy. A crummy time was had by all.
2: Where's Slate?
9: Me first, cutie. I ask things first. You had a caller the other day, Mickey Brennan. What pearls drip from Mickey Brennan's mouth?
2: We talked about horses. Let's see. Forelocks. Fetlocks.
9: You and Shannon ought to be invulnerable, cutie. You got the same routines. Now I ask you with my hand on your tender arm. No answer breaks it.
7: Leave her alone, you. Take your hand from her.
9: Get his hands off me, Cabby. They're rough to the touch. Is this is you're Come away, little boy. This is for grown-ups. Let go. Let go Don't choke him to death, Cabby. Leave him some breath to live on. Well, cutie?
2: That's what you did to Slate, huh? Paid him a hundred bucks so you could sick Cabby on him and watch. What's
9: the matter, cutie? You're jealous? Don't be jealous. I might tell Cabby to let it happen to you. <laughs>
3: out head. Come on, come on. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. That's nice. Senor, you are awake, senor. What? Huh? I did not mean to disturb your sleep, senor, but Cabi Gabby likes to practice on the drum in his room. Oh, then it wasn't my head. Oh, no, senor. It was Cabi on the bango? One day in regular orchestra I play. You see, maybe even four pieces. Uh, help me up. Oh, see, si, si. Come on, come on. Do you see him in the corner, senor? Mickey. Mickey Brennan. He's dead, senor. he dead. Uh, bullet holes where they used to be polka dots. Okay, Cabby, where am I? Where is this place? Cabby's room, as I have explained. In Hotel Cavallo. Cavallo, where the bookies meet the jockeys by the sea. Red told you to keep me here, huh? If you would try to walk through that door, I would beat you very badly. Only bad. this time no one's holding a gun on me. No matter. I would beat you. Oh, uh, senor, I almost forget. Senor Red said to give you that which is yours. the wallet, key ring, little black book. So if I'm found as a corpse, the police will know who should grieve for me. Thanks. And there's one hundred dollar bill that is yours. A hundred dollars? Senor Red said it was yours. You said a hundred dollars like it hurt you. Oh, mucho dinero, a lot of money Nice things, silk things to buy Here, you can hold it a little while longer now, Go ahead, cabby. Touch it, feel it Go ahead Senora see sí, see sí. Yeah, feel this too Beat you, beat you Try this one on your bongo oh. Oh. Ah. Get up, cabbie I got a real tricky rhythm I can show you. See, hey, I cannot. See, I try. I cannot. My head. Oh, what a shame about your head. See you later, Cabby. But you cannot go. Senor Red said to keep you here. He'll be angry. Kill you. Kill you. Kill you.
1: Adventure, our stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story.
2: I tell you, I'm not hurt, Slate. King Moses was the one who had the bad time.
3: They hurt you, King? It feel like
7: I have long, thin neck, where once I had short, broad one.
2: You'd better go goggle again, King.
7: In a little while, I wish now to look at you and enjoy the fact that you have
3: not been harmed. You don't know how lucky you are, sailor. That big guy could have broken you in half.
2: You know, it's a funny thing. The way Cabby looked at me, gently, like he was sorry for me. I almost had the feeling that if Red had told him to hurt me, he wouldn't have done it.
3: Oh, you're just a big dimple on the cheek of Havana, sailor. Children stop at play when they hear your name. From age 16 on up, Miss Sailor.
2: (laughs) Oh, fellas.
3: And you convinced him you didn't know anything about Mickey, huh? Well, look who's coming, the police.
2: They must have found Mickey dead. What are you going to tell them?
3: King will tell him. He'll gargle it at him. Let's hit the back alley, sailor.
2: I think you're out of your mind, Slade, coming here to the bus depot. It's the first place the police would look for you.
3: Sure, it's the first place they'd look for a common criminal, but I've taken great pains to build up a reputation in Havana. The way I figure it. Give th- me a nickel. What?
2: Five cents. I want to buy a paper to see if they spelled your name right. Thanks. Hey, look at this slate.
3: How do you like that? They picked up Cabrillo when they found Mickey, and Cabrillo implicated me. I guess I was right not waiting for cop talk.
2: But you're right in wanting to get Mickey's riding silks out of the locker, huh? A jockey's uniform in a locker. That's the greatest clue of all time.
3: (laughs) Sherlock would drool at them out. I've got the key. Come on. Uh, See, here it is. Number 68. Now, let's see what's so important. Are they peeping at you too, sailor?
2: Holy, all that money. Tens, twenties, fifties.
3: Stop sniffing them, sailor. You'll tear them. Let's get these beauties out of sight.
2: Any great ideas now, Slate?
3: Yeah. Listen to me. You told me Cabby looked at you like he liked you, didn't he?
2: I've seen the look before.
3: Get into that jail and talk to him. Find out what this is all about. Give the look back to him. Do something. Make him tell you now what he knows.
2: All right. What are you going to do?
3: Something that's just got to be done. I'll pick you up in front of the main monument. Well, don't just stand there, sailor. Your date's waiting for you in jail.
2: Downright sweet of you, God, to let me see my little old cabrio in his little old cell. I'll cherish the memory always. Don't bang a jail door on me, Chico. I'm a taxpayer.
3: Prison doors do not close with polite, Señorita.
2: Hi, Cabbie.
3: Buenos dias, Señorita.
2: You don't even sound surprised to see me.
3: I am, Señorita, but I do not know the words to express it. Uh, I am very ignorant. On you, it's attractive. Oh, you say that because I sit in the shadow. You cannot see my face. The hands that almost did hurt you.
2: Forget it, cabby. The fellow has to make his way in the world somehow.
3: That is exactly how Senor Red talked to me.
2: Where is your buddy, pal? Why isn't he here holding your hand like a chum?
3: Oh, he could not do that, Senorita. He took a powder. He and Senorita Millie. Oh, they take a nice powder together, those two.
2: And left you holding a great big bag with a dead jockey in it.
3: See, si, see, si, but they gave me company, you're Shannon. So I would not be lonely with the bag all to myself.
2: Slate and I could be your friends, Cabby. All you'd have to do is tell us what this is all about. That way you could go free.
3: I tell you nothing. your Red say to tell nobody nothing, Cabby.
2: You could practice your bongo. Maybe even play with a four-piece outfit. Slate told me how talented you were.
3: Aye, talented. Four pieces. No, Senor Red say no, I say no.
2: You know how I got in to see you, Cabby? I told them I was your girl. To see
3: me? You say
2: such a thing? I'll be your girl, Cabrio. I'll come every night and listen to you on the bongo.
3: You say you my girl? Much money has been stolen by the jockey and Senor Red wanted for a man. What man? I don't know what man... Go as Joe Nevada, shooting gallery on Avenida Marquis. Ask him what man. Now go, senorita. Before I beat you till you forget what I tell you.
2: Cops, murders, stolen money. A girl really lives the full rich life with you, doesn't she, Slate?
3: Girls live how they want to live because they're made of sugar and spice. Girl told me that once.
2: You never told me about that one. You.
3: Quiet, sailor. Can't you see Mr. Nevada is concentrating?
6: Three bullseyes. Nice shooting, Nevada. Glad it excited you. Lay down a quarter and you can pop off, too.
3: Still making book in the back of Havana's grocery slips, Nevada? That's your answer? That means yes, huh? That means if you ain't got the price of admission, go away, kid. Mickey Brennan stole things from people. Maybe you can tell me who, Nevada. That one excite you, Shannon?
2: It sent quivers up his spine.
3: Sure did. Know a fellow named Red Nevada? Where's a fellow named Cabbie on his sleeve? Look,
6: kid, I can turn this 22 away from the ducks and make you ring a bell that'll call people to prayer.
3: Yeah. Let's go, sailor. Where to now, Slate? There's only one place left. The Hotel Cavallo. For a guy shot a jockey dead and then beat his funeral march on my head.
9: Don't hit me. Don't hit me, senor. I am trying to explain. All you've
3: said so far is that you were the new clerk here at the Cavallo. You're not doing real good on your job, Chico.
2: Ask him again about the safe slate. Why such a big new one for such a small flea bag? You
3: heard it, Chico. I was here a while ago, and there was a small safe over there. What happened to it?
2: Yesterday, the
9: tenants of the Cavallo opened the old one, and it gave back only a cold stare. What tenants? Those who live here, the bookies. Such a safe is much safer than a bank.
2: Don't you see, Slate? Bookies. They keep their money in this hotel safe. Think we've got enough, Slate?
3: Sure. Come on. The way it looks, our jockey is a thief. Little Mickey heisted.
9: He sure did, Shannon. Now just keep walking. Or the redhead's gonna blast you all over the pavement.
2: How does it feel to kill a jockey, Red?
9: A good feeling. I like it. Open the door. There's somebody here I want you to meet again. Millie, look what I brought you. Wow.
8: Slate Shannon. Mind if I blush with joy? You can still think of a reason to blush, Millie? Such nasty words for a girl who's almost dead.
3: You two have got one more chance. The hundred grand, where is it? I want to tell you something that'll worry you, Red. You had that money and you didn't know it.
8: What's he saying, Red? Tell us, Shannon.
3: When you had me worked over, you should have taken a look at my key ring. One of the keys was for a locker. Locker, money.
8: Red, how does a man get as stupid as you? A hundred thousand dollars like that. You had it in your fingers and you let it dribble through him.
2: Millie, you crazy? You got out of your mind? Millie, put away that gun! Millie, don't you
8: dare do what he says. Turn around, Red. I said turn around. This is for now.
3: You see, sailor, why I never turn my back on a girl...
8: As pistol whippers go, I think Millie did that quite well. Give me the key, Slate.
3: All right, take it easy.
8: Give it to me. Mickey Brennan's dead because he stole that money. It's got to get back to me.
3: Well, what about the guy it belongs to?
8: Forget about that. Give.
6: <gasps> you going to forget about me, Millie?
8: Hi, Nevada. Who's taking care of the shooting gallery?
6: Ducks are tired of being shot at. I put them to pond. Millie, are you going to forget about me?
8: Look, Sh- Shannon's got the key. He-, he knows where the money is.
6: Why is Red
3: lying on the floor? Is he tired? Millie made him tired with a butt end of a forty-five.
8: Ooh,
2: what a tattletale.
6: You wanted that dough for yourself, Millie. No,
2: you've got to listen to sure, me. Sure,
6: sure, I will. Throw your gun away, Millie. On the floor. Throw it away.
3: <laughs> the dead girl said you had a key, Shannon. Let's go use it. To find
6: a hundred grand. You know, I'm glad it's late. Not many people in the bus station. That's good. People ought to go to bed early. Keeps them out of trouble.
2: Mind if I ask you something?
6: My
3: pleasure.
2: Why didn't you just kill us and take the key?
3: Why do you trouble the man with such stupid questions? The man has to make sure the money is where we say it is. Shrewd. You sparkle, Shannon. Locker 68. Ain't that what you're saying? That's right.
6: Here's the key. Open it. Open it, Shannon, or this gun in my pocket will go off. Ruin my suit and you. It's all yours. A hundred thousand bucks. Let me look it. Same
3: thing. Duck, sailor. You ruined your suit coat, kid. Ah, kid you. where's that money? You may never know.
2: I hate to interrupt your moment of glory, Slate, but uh, now may I ask you a question?
3: Sure. What?
2: Where is that money?
3: Oh, did I forget to tell you? I took it back to the hotel. It's on my office floor, spread out.
2: Oh, you didn't wait for me.
3: Still there until the cops call for it. Let's go home and take off our shoes, sailor. Slate? Uh Uh-huh?
2: Did you see this? The front page of tonight's paper.
3: Well... Slate Shannon's picture on the front page. I don't like that picture, though.
2: That's the one I gave to the papers. I like it. What's the matter with it?
3: I got better pictures than that. This one's in a turtleneck sweater you knitted for me. You can hardly see my face.
2: Of course you can see your face. See? That's your face.
3: Why didn't you give them the one of me on the surfboard with the two girls on my shoulder?
2: Then who'd look at your face?
3: Come here, sailor. I don't know what I'd do with that. Why didn't you send that portrait of me in the yachting cap and the pipe and the far away look in my eyes?
2: Oh, you mean the one you sent to the Lonely Hearts Club? I didn't... Did you send him that picture? Yeah, I came back with a rejection slip. Come here, reject.
1: And so our two stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall